Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast where we talk about the trucking industry, the freight market, how this all affects spot market carriers as we try to make sense of the current situation we're in. Now, I hope you guys are doing well. Personally, I have been in a rut these past few days because of the market. I think we can all admit that there are days when we are ready to kick some butt. We have motivation, we have drive. And then those days end up catching up with us and we're kind of plastered on the floor trying to figure out what the heck just happened. Now, thankfully, I know this is a temporary thing and I just need to push through it. The sun always comes out regardless of how dark the night seems, right? Anyway, it's time for a monthly update on the market, what is happening in the trucking sphere as well as the freight market in October of 2023. We are going to be looking at what is going on with diesel prices, how many carriers net left so far this year up to this point, what is happening with freight volumes and rejections for dry vans, reefers, and flatbeds, and then we will compare today's market to the past five years, and we'll have a clear picture of why we are facing what we're facing on the spot market. Starting with diesel prices. Now, if we look at the AAA data, the current national average is $4.51, which is three cents more than last month. We are pretty much at February levels right now. And according to Sonar Diesel Truck Stop actual price per gallon, we're at $4.55 per gallon at the moment. Now, Sonar always shows a higher number than AAA, which makes me trust it a little bit more. Thankfully, though, not all hope is lost. If we look at the diesel chart, we can actually see that since the start of October, diesel prices have made a turnaround and are on their way back down again. Now, the question you guys will have, and I have as well, is how will this war in Israel impact the gas and diesel prices in the U.S.? Well, here I have some not so great news because experts say that this war will likely impact gas and diesel prices in the same way that the war in Ukraine did when it started. So in other words, we can expect diesel prices to start going up shortly, unfortunately. But for now, let's focus on today. What are the most and least expensive places to get diesel? So starting with the most expensive, if we're looking at the price at the pump, of course, it's the West Coast. California, $6.40. Washington, $5.60. Nevada, $5.19. Oregon, $5.10. And Arizona, $4.90. However, we also have to consider the fact that the price of the pump includes the IFTA tax. And in order to understand what the real price per gallon is, we have to look at it without the IFTA tax. If we do that, then the only thing that switches is Oregon and Nevada. So California is the most expensive at $5.51, followed by Washington $5.11, Oregon $5.10 because there is no IFTA tax in Oregon, Nevada $4.92, Arizona $4.64. All right, what about the least expensive states to refuel in? Well, if we're looking at the price of the pump, Texas $4.03, followed by Mississippi $4.07, Wisconsin $4.12, Louisiana, $4.14, and Missouri, 
15 cents. But again, to get the real price per gallon, we need to remove that IFTA tax because when we pay for fuel, we're kind of paying that IFTA tax into our IFTA bank account. If you are confused about this, then go to my YouTube channel. I have a video on IFTA explaining this. So if we're looking at the real price, actually Wisconsin is the cheapest, $3.79 per gallon followed by Texas, $3.83, Mississippi, $3.89, Missouri, $3.91, and Louisiana, $3.94 per gallon. Now, Wisconsin is a new one because usually we see a lot of the southern states being the cheapest, sometimes Missouri, but Wisconsin is something that I haven't seen in a while, so that's nice. All right, now let's talk about capacity. And I know we talk about capacity every single week on Thursdays and Fridays, but what I was curious about was not the week over week change in carrier population, but the year to date loss of carriers. And what I have found is that as of October, we lost 16,206 carriers this year alone. Just think about that number. Over 16,000 trucking companies are no longer around. And even with this type of decrease in capacity, we are not yet feeling much relief in the freight market. Now, looking at these numbers, we actually saw that the biggest loss month over month was in June. You guys have been saying that the winter will bring about even steeper losses, and I tend to agree with you on that point. And the logic is simple. New truck prices are ridiculously high and for some reason are not going down by much regardless of what is happening in the freight market. They are simply not affordable for the smaller carriers. So these smaller carriers will be holding on to the older equipment that they do use while trying to sell off the rest. Now, older equipment breaks down and needs repairs and many carriers do not get aftermarket warranty. What I know from personal experience is that winter months, those colder months, they take, I mean, they really take a toll on older equipment and that's when equipment does tend to break down more and more. And we also know that the price of repairs is up. So come winter, I think more and more people will be out of pocket more and more money and they will have less time on the road because Maintenance takes a while these days, if you haven't noticed. I mean, you can just take your truck in and it's going to be stuck there for a week to change the smallest thing. And this will likely drive out capacity in steeper numbers than we see right now. It's just a thought. Let me know what you think. All right, onto the rejections and volumes. So the volume issues seem to have been fixed since the last time we spoke, which was last Friday. So let's take a look. If we look month over month, we see that volumes are down 13.7%, while rejections are up 12.4%. So yeah, it's definitely good and bad news. And we will take a look at what type of effect this has on the spot market in just a few minutes. If we look at more specific data for flatbeds, reefers, and dry vans, we can actually see that dry van rejections are up 23% month over month. Reefers are down 6% and flatbeds, oh, those poor flatbeds, poor me, down a whopping 29% month over month. So question for you guys, are you feeling this? 
I know I am, but I'm very curious about dry van operators. Those rejections started going up in the beginning of October, starting October 1st. And this is the primary reason for the overall rejection spike. Are you guys feeling the effects of this on the spot market or contract market? Anyway, let's talk about the freight market and how it changed every single day over the past month. Unfortunately, there is no way for me to upload a video on a podcast. So if you're interested in seeing that change, you can go to my YouTube channel and watch the video under the same name. But to summarize, we can see that the overall market, the Midwest stayed relatively stable while the West Coast, South and East Coast are pretty much dead. Now, if we take a look at how the volumes and rejections changed every day, we can actually notice that rejection highs grew steadily from the 9th of September until around the 18th of September. And since then, they have been slowly coming down. We're looking at rejection highs. So I know that the overall freight market shows that rejections are up month over month. But if we look at the market itself and the market highs, they are actually down. Now, volumes have been pretty stable pretty much for the whole month until October 1st. And that's when we see a steep decline. Maybe it is the UAW strike causing this or at least having a partial effect. Finally, how has the market changed year over year from 2018 to 2023? I know many of you want to see data predating 2018, but I haven't found any great source yet. As soon as I do, I will make a video. So yeah, October 9th of every year from 2018. 2018 had a ton of action in the Midwest. Great volumes, good rejections. 2019 started cooling in the Midwest and then 2020 came around. All of a sudden, it was Midwest and the South where there was action, as well as some of the East Coast. 2021 was also pretty great in the Midwest. The rejections went higher, the Northeast became better, and some of the Southern states. And then we have the U-turn year, 2022, when all of a sudden, markets are cooling off. Although the Midwest remains relatively strong. And finally, this year, 2023, the dud year, yeah, it's still the Midwest and some of the northern states, but the results are simply incomparable to previous years. For more precision, I put together some numbers for each year, rejection highs and volume highs of each year, October 9th. We can actually see that the highest rejection was in October 2020, a whopping 62% of loads rejected. 2021 was the second best, 55%, then 2018 at 43%, 2019 at 41%, 2023 at 19%, and 2022 at 18%. For the first time, the rejection highs are not the lowest this year compared to the prior five years, which is good news. Now, in terms of volumes, 2021 had the highest volume, followed by 2020, 2019, 2022, 2018, and finally on last place, it's us in 2023. Now, I have to say that while I understand that we are up Schitt's Creek here with the current market and historical events happening every single day, we can at least agree to celebrate the tiny stuff, like the fact that 2023 rejection highs are not the lowest in five years. Again, look at the bright side of everything. Living becomes much, much easier. 
Finally, I promised you guys to talk about how this all affects the spot market. We know that volumes and rejections in the general market play a significant role in volumes on the spot market. The more people reject loads, the more volume goes to the spot carriers. But freight volume is a huge factor here. If rejections stay the same, but volumes decrease, the volume rejected also decreases. So what I did was I took rejection and volume highs for each year and multiplied that volume by the rejection rate to get an idea of what is ending up on the spot market. No surprise here, 2018 had a volume index of around 173 on the spot market. 2019 was 191. 2020, a whopping 405, so much volume on the spot market. 2021 was 385. And then the U-turn year, 2022, 82. And this year we're at 63, the lowest amount of volume on the spot market, regardless of the fact that rejections are not the lowest in five years. It has to do with volume, right? So yeah, guys, right now it's definitely survival of the fittest. Those who manage their expenses are strategic with their sources of income and smart with their business decisions are those that will end up winning this war we're having with the freight market. Those who are winging it, not paying attention to the numbers or basing their decisions on panic. Yeah, they don't have as good of a chance of surviving this. So what comes next? Well, on one hand, we have the hope of the holiday season. And as much as I understand that it will be muted, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that this will have a positive effect, especially on our reefer. On the other hand, we are about to start facing some bad weather and delays due to road closures and all those amazing things. So remember you guys, there is no good without the bad. This is actually something my mom always tells me. In order to appreciate the good things, you have to go through the bad things first. And I will repeat myself here, regardless of how dark and scary the night is, the sun does always come out eventually. Wishing you all patience, prosperity, and perseverance. And I will catch you in the next podcast.